Hello and welcome to the podcast of the Prison Officers Association, the UK's largest professional union for prison, correctional and secure psychiatric workers with over 30,000 members. A key service that the union provides for members is legal advice, support and representation. And in this episode, the POA's Assistant General Secretary with Responsibility for Legal Services, Mick Pimlet, talks about the union's special relationship with Thompson Solicitors, the range of legal services that are available, and how members can access those services. Mick also talks about how the union's policy on legal services is determined and the importance of specialised legal support to launch judicial reviews in policy areas that are vital for the POA. Uh, Mick Pimlet, Assistant General Secretary with Responsibility for Legal Services. Thank you very much for joining us on the POA podcast. Thank you. Legal services, I mean, that's a, a broad umbrella, uh, I guess. What sort of legal services does the union provide for its members? Basically, we provide legal services just for general legal advice regarding employment matters. We also have employment law issues regarding discrimination, unfair dismissal, unfair deductions from pay. We help members with personal injury claims. We also assist members whether it's police or NHS fraud, allegations, criminal injury, compensation authority claims, death in custodies, basically covers every single part of members who work in the custodial environment. Running through that list of services that are provided, it does does really ram home the point, doesn't it, that, that being a prison officer, you are you're exposed virtually every hour of your working day, and therefore you need the protection that the union can give. Yeah, I think it's not just prison officers, it's our members in the NHS, escort services, immigration removal centres. I think actually to be in any sector within the criminal uh, criminal justice sector without trade union membership would be very, very dangerous. And it's not just members who have the benefit of this uh, protection, is it? It's their, their dependents as well. Uh, yeah, we do offer personal injury for... Uh, families dependents we do assist with their claims but that would not just be purely down to personal injury right right so is it is it possible to get a, an idea of the scale of this how many cases uh, are going through the union at any one given point in time or, or per year the poa fund thompson's at a rate of 1.2 million a year uh, so obviously it's hundred thousand pound a month uh, and that's for all sectors for our members. And during the last two years, uh, our members have secured just short of £8 million in compensation. So it's actually cost effective. I must point out, though, that we, we give Thompson's £1.2 million a year in order for them to provide legal services for our members. But over the last two years, Thompson's have reimbursed us just over £900,000. So although we set aside £1.2 million a year, uh, last couple of years, we only spent on average about eight hundred thousand. I would say. Wow, I mean that's an incredible rate of return, isn't it? Eight million in benefits for uh, for less than eight hundred thousand e- expenditure. Yeah, that's also it's, that's eight million pound in benefits and compensation that our members have received. But we also need to take into account the amount of police investigations, death in custody where the members attend coroners' courts employment law advice where it's unfair dismissal and so on where there's no compensation involved and actually it's just a matter of justice being done on behalf of our members 
how do members access these services then? I mean, is it as simple as picking up the phone or is there a particular form that they need to fill in? Right, so basically, in all areas of law that the POA deal with, a form LA100 needs to be filled in in all circumstances, apart from personal injury, which I'll move on to that later on. All legal forms are available on the POA website under Get Support and under Legal Services. And the first thing that a member should do is fill in the LA100 and the relevant employment law form, depending on what they're referring to. Yeah. So, so the LA100 is absolutely essential in terms of the, the way into the, the legal services system. But is it is it a very long form? Is it? I mean, some of these things can be terribly complicated. What does it kind of what, what information do they need to give on the form? Basically, the LA100 form is just basically a name, membership number, and what advice that the member is looking for. Basically, all that allows our admin support staff to do is to check that the member was a member at the time of the incident that they are asking advice for. On top of the LA100, an employment law form needs to be filled in. Now, dependence on what members are looking for advice on, whether it be unfair dismissal, uh, it could be a death in custody or whatever, there is a little bit more involved in that form, and it could involve other people involved, prisoners who have been involved, and so on and so on. And basically what the employment law form is, it's a signed undertaking from the member that they permit and authorise Thompsons to act on their behalf. It's just a brief outline of what the case is. We will then refer it to a solicitor, and the solicitor will then ask for the further information and do a little bit more digging. Right. And and if members are listening to this thinking, oh, I just don't like the idea of these forms and all the rest of it, as Mick has said, go onto the POA uh, website, look under the Get Support, under the Legal Services section, download a copy of the form. You will see just how straightforward it is. It really couldn't be easier for POA members to access the, uni- the union's legal services. I also think as well, if any members do have any difficulties complete the, the, the forms on there. Uh, they've also got branch officials who will be able to assist, or even national officials or myself. Any police investigations that are done, they're initiated in the same way. However, as members will be aware, sometimes a police investigation may commence when the office is closed. So we can't get a solicitor to uh, a police station to accompany our members. In, in that eventuality, Thompson's do do a 24-hour hotline, which is purely for criminal cases, which is 0800-587-7530. And that is available for 24 hours for members, should there be a criminal case in the event of Cronin House being closed. I think that's a very important facet of the service that the union provides through Thompson's. And as the lead solicitor for Thompson's in this area, Emma Hume will tell us in another podcast that service is available 24-7 should POA members need it. Yeah, it's very important. Uh, now, Mick, you said, you said the procedure for personal injury claims is a little bit different. How does that work? Yeah, so basically, recently, the government have changed the laws on personal injury claims, and now it's a lot more difficult for people to submit a personal injury claim. Uh, this is all down to what were classed as a couple of years ago as ambulance chases firms and solicitors that were just basically going around trying to do claims, no win, no fee. So basically what happens now is every single personal injury claim that's submitted, regardless of any sector, whether it's you as an individual who's had a car accident or so on and so on, 
has to go to a portal in Sheffield. Every claim goes there. And then it's then allocated out, depending on how much the claim is potentially worth. So what we do is we have a dedicated personal injury or stress claim number at Thompson's, which is 0800 587 7515. You then contact Thompson's. They'll ask you some minor details. They will do a management check with us, and then the claim will progress. But that is how the personal injury claim is initiated. Okay, and the telephone number again, in case people didn't catch it? 0800-587-7515. And if you're not a POA member and you dial that that number, you'll be wasting your time because one of the first things that's done is a check to make sure the person who's calling is actually a member or was a member at the time of the incident. Correct, yes. One thing that needs to be noted as well is that as part of the legal aid funds, that $1.2 million that we give to Thompson's every year, we also take on judicial reviews on behalf of the membership as a whole. So we've recently had a judicial review regarding pay recommendation three from the 2021 pay review body. We did challenge that uh, through a judicial review, and we continue to challenge that now at this moment in time. We, we, we believe that the government's accepted the equivalent of pay, re- pay recommendation three from last year because of the legal pressure we put on. We also have to we have to defend the contempt of court case from a couple of years because of Lindholm and HMP Liverpool protest actions, Thompson's representatives in that. Yeah, so it's not just a matter of personal injuries and personal members. We also get advice on behalf of the union as a whole and pursue judicial reviews on behalf of the members. At head office, there's a legal aid committee. What are the sort of things that that committee is responsible for on behalf of the union as a whole? So basically, the legal aid committee consists of the vice chair as the chairman, the general secretary, one member of the National Executive Committee, and myself. Basically, we administer the legal aid scheme as per Rule 19 in the Rules of Constitution. And basically, we are bound by the Rules of Constitution and any requests for legal advice go to the Legal Aid Committee. What happens is it's then referred to Thompson solicitors and they will provide a merit assessment. Merit assessments are the chances of success in employment law claims, personal injury claims and so on. And the POA criteria for taking a case on and maybe proceeding to court is that the case must have more than a 50% chance of success and be worth more than a thousand pounds. And I think it's important to note really that that criteria is the POA criteria and not Thompson's. I do hear some discontent from members sometimes saying that actually Thompson's are rubbish because they say my, my case doesn't have any merits. Well, actually, it's not Thompson's, it's the POA who decided on that criteria. And the only way that members could change that criteria would be to take it to conference and that conference decide whether they would like to reduce the criteria to, say, 40% chance of success or cases worth less than £1,000. What I must also say as well is that sometimes where a case is not worth more than £1,000 and it doesn't have 50% chance of success, the Legal Aid Committee or subsequently the NEC can approve proceeding with that case on a matter of principle or it may be a matter that it will benefit the membership as a whole. So it's not always the case that if it's less than 50% chance and less than £1,000 that the case will not be proceeded with. But the Legal Aid Committee deal with stuff like that. 
I've got to say, I know of other unions where the threshold is a lot higher, where it's a lot more than a thousand quid and the chances of success after, uh, are, are a lot higher than, than 50%. So actually, I think where the POA comes in on, on, on this is fair and reasonable. But in any event, it's at the behest of the members. If the members think that's not right, then they'll, they'll, they'll take something to conference and seek conference approval for a change. Yeah, and I think it's also important to point out as well is that actually any compensation that our members receive, they receive 100%. And we don't take any money out of it. Thompson do not take any money out of it for the services offered. I think some people say, actually, being a union, it's like an insurance policy. All right, we also do a lot of other work apart from the legal. But actually, you would not drive a car without insurance. You would not live in a house without insurance. I say well, you would not be going into one of the most dangerous workplaces in Europe without insurance. You only have to think of yourself and the range of challenges or jeopardies that you might encounter in your day-to-day work. And if you don't have the POA on your side and you don't have access to the legal services, you are absolutely on your own. 100%. 100%. Have you noticed any particular trends in, in, in legal services or trends in case, cases? Are some things becoming more common and therefore requiring more attention? Or, or conversely, are some things that were very pressing, have, have, they, have they faded away? I think, obviously, over the last few years within the custodial environment, the amount of personal injuries or assaults on our members has increased. I think it must be noted, though, that during the lockdown, then two years of lockdown, the amount of assaults on our members did reduce. However, since we've now started opening up again, I can see the amount of claims coming in is rapidly increasing. And I think that's something the HMPPS needs to address, because otherwise they will just carry on paying out compensation to our members. Safe regimes need to be run in order for our members to go to work safely. The message is clear. Prison officers and their families need the support of the union and the legal services it provides. It is an invaluable benefit. But the union is only as strong as its members, and the more members the union has, the louder and stronger the union's voice. So, if you're listening to this and haven't signed up, speak to your local POA rep or head over to poauk.org.uk to find out how to join and all the information you need about the union, its legal services, and all the rest of the work it does in supporting members. Thank you to Mick for joining us on this episode. Thank you for listening. We hope you like what you've heard and will join us for the next episode of the POA podcast. Thanks and goodbye. (laughs) 